Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to today's podcast uh, with the voice of the VIP. My name is Abraham Joseph. I am your host, uh, creator of the VIP concept, author of the VIP Christian, and podcasting uh, here as the voice of the VIP. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, The VIP concept is um, a concept that is much, much needed today. Uh, To know it, to understand it, to live it, is a key uh, to unraveling the mystery of life, of all individuals, of everyone. Why? Because VIP stands for God's vision, God's intent, and God's purpose for life, for everything pertaining to life, everything pertaining to godliness, anywhere, anytime. In order for that to be successful, it needs operates by God's VIP. Because God himself is VIP. Because God, to, to know God is to know him as VIP. In other words, if we want to know God and want to develop intimate relationship with God, who created all these things that we are seeing and that we cannot see, I mean, the planets, earth, sun, moon, stars, ocean, mountains, trees, birds in the air, fish in the sea, fruits, vegetables, everything producing after its own kind. Those things happen by chance. God created them intentionally. He has a vision for it, eternal vision. He has an eternal intent for that, for them, and also eternal purpose, which is to reflect the beauty of His glory. So anything that is created, okay, has behind it God's vision, intent, and purpose is to reflect the beauty of his glory. And and where where does that beauty most reflective of God's beauty? Okay, it's not in the sun, even though the sun is very beautiful and bright, you know, performing their function. It's not the moon, it's not the stars, it's not the ocean, it's not the beautiful sky and all those things. Guess what? That image of God is most reflective in humans, you and I, we, we were made in the image of God. God created us specially for himself. So that anywhere we go, we reflect that beauty. Just like you see the stars and the sun. I mean, you look at the stars in a beautiful sky sometimes at nighttime. You see those, star, those stars, you know, shining brightly. And each of those stars, they are uniquely different. They are not the same. From here, we look at them, we look at the, they look at the same. 
they look like different, but they're not. They are uniquely different, flashing and expressing the brightness, the beauty of God in the sky. You know, God made us better than the stars and the moon and the stars, all those heavenly luminaries. God made us better than them. You know, if if you are, if you are listening to this podcast and you've been enjoying it, you know I, I want to say that you are a spiritually aware person because the the, the the podcast is geared towards that to give spiritual awareness to the things around us and especially to God's VIP of expressing the beauty of His glory through humans. So welcome, welcome to you, you know, leaders, people of God, you know, whether you are Christian or non-Christian, you know, black, white, Asian or Hispanic, any kind of, you know, variety of humanity that God has placed on this earth, as long as you have the awareness of the spiritual thing, awareness of God, this is place for you. So welcome. This is the um, mailing season of the Voice of the VIP. It is something that God placed on my heart after writing the VIP Christian uh, to take it to the world and, and, and just introduce God to the world as VIP. Okay. Jesus as the VIP Savior. And we humans, we are VIP to the extent that we know and align the vision of our life with God's vision, the intent of our life with God's intent, the purpose of our life with God's purpose. The world would be a better place to live if all people in the world can do that. But that's not happening. The reason why the world is the way it is today is because there's a gap. There's a gap between God's vision and our vision, God's intent, our intent, God's purpose and our purpose. That gap is where uh, people since the beginning of time have been trying to close that gap. We as humans, we've been trying to close that gap ourselves, but it's not happening. Population of the world has increased. Now 7.2 billion people on the face of the earth. You know, with that gap getting wider and wider from one generation to another generation, we're just grasping. We want to close that gap because why? We were made from there. We were made from God's vision. So naturally, spiritually, we want to connect back to God's vision. We were made to see what God sees. We are made to express God's beauty of his glory. We are made to do that. And to do that first in our own lives, then in our homes, in our families, in our relationship. We have to express that beauty. Then in, in, in our in our family, then in, in our in our religious you know communities that we have, 
whether we're Christian or non-Christian, it does not matter. We are made to reflect that beauty in whatever we are doing. The same thing in education. The same thing in businesses. The same thing in governments. You know, so when you look at when you look at the individual, the family, education, business, and, and, and governing all over the world, you will then understand that all those areas they are not aligned. And that's where we're having a problem we have in the world today. We have a VIP problem that, that is value identity problem. I call it a value identity problem. In other words, we don't have the right value to make this world a better place to live. And why don't we have that? Because there's a gap between our vision and God's vision. And until that gap is first of all closed, you know, it's going to be uh, an eternal struggle for human beings to live according to their purpose. Family, education, businesses, governments will not be able to live according to God's intended purpose for them on, until that vision and intent and purpose they align. But that's God himself. God didn't just, you know, create something just from the whims of God. No, God, God, God envisions what he wanted to do. He didn't have to do it. God didn't have to create anything. I mean, there was a time where you and I, we were not. We were not here on, on this earth. And if we trace back to our parents, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, and all the way back, we're going to come to a point where there was nothing. There was a time when there was absolutely nothing on the face of the earth. Yeah. All the things we enjoy today, you know, whether it is athletic sports or or uh, movies or food or, you know, stock market, whatever it is that has, you know, become something so special that we even come to the point of worshiping them, there was a time when they were not. So let's think about that for a moment. In other words, if you are not here on that, if there's nobody here on that, what kind of, what, I mean, God didn't want that. God did not want that. God wants to express beauty, you know, and extend that beauty on a place called earth. And he did it. So then we need to, in order for us to be successful in whatever we are doing, in the family, home, business, education, government, we must know, we must want to know the reason why we are here, where those institutions were there, because God ordained them. God ordained them as vehicle, as a channel through which God's beauty of his glory will be expressed. That's why he created them. So, if we are not aligned with God's purpose, God's vision and internal purpose, then we are against God. You know, that, that's, that's what it is. Either ignorantly or not. We are against God's expression 
is built in the wall and that's why the wall is in the way it is today that's it but god you know is not living the world the way it is because it's about him it's about his integrity the integrity of god is at stake that god created something that's supposed to be very beautiful to express to, to i mean to reflect beauty and right now it is not reflecting it up to the potential to which it's capable of as i've said before i'll say it again 20 percent only 20 percent of the wealth of the world has been realized and recognized that is all over the world if you take all the wealth of all the people of all the institutions of all you know anywhere where humans are where wealth is being created you take them all together they amount to only 20 percent of what we are capable of doing that god intended for us to do so in other words we are living 80 percent on value across the board everywhere and all the events happening world today is just a reminder of, of how how you know much in deficit we are and again god is not going to live like that so from beginning of time what god has done from beginning of time is that god raised up individuals male and female whether they are christian or not christians whether they are black or white god raised up individuals that he has prepared to become leaders in those institutions I've mentioned, in, in homes, in business, in education, in, in religion, in, in governing, God will raise them up. He calls them from among the people to lead the people and sustain and create the beauty of, of God, eternal glory, because God's beauty is, 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 is eternal and it's a mystery. So, but God calls certain people to come and get insight into that mystery and lead his people that way from the beginning of time. Look at any leader. You know, they are just ordinary people called from among the people to lead. So, when we look at the world today, you know, uh, there is a story behind all those leaders we are looking at. Before we start to you know, talk negatively about leaders, I just want to say that there is a story behind them. Okay? There is a story behind them. And the more we know the story, the more we are going to be uh, very empathetic or, you know, gracious or merciful to to our leaders okay there is a story behind all the leaders look at the world look at all areas where there have been improvement it's a leader that god used to bring that about and god has been doing that since the beginning but it's also true that not all those leaders really wanted to be leaders. They did not want to be leaders. Some of them did not want to be. 
Okay? Some of them don't feel equipped to lead at all. Simply, oh God, please go find somebody, find somebody else. They may not even know God directly. They may just, you know, say, no, find somebody else to do that. I remember a time when I was in um, elementary school and, you know, I was chosen to be a bell ringer, you know. So I would want to ring the bell and change classes. I was so quiet, so introverted kind of, you know, student. I, to ring the bell, it's going to be everybody's going to know me. You know, I did not want that. I did not want to do that. I cried myself out of that job. And the teacher really didn't know why. I said, you, you, I want you to do that. But I said, no, I didn't want to do that. In retrospect right now, you know, if if, if that opportunity comes to me again, of course, you know, that was a long time ago, uh, I would take it out. I would take it out. I'm very sensitive to opportunities these days, you know, because God uses opportunities to, to bring us to where we are, we are supposed to be. So some leaders are not. Then they don't want to be in the limelight. I mean, think about um, who who comes to mind. Well, I can go to the Bible and find some. And by the way, you know, this um, podcast because it is, you know, spiritually uh, orient oriented. It speaks about the things that are spiritual in the Bible and those things that are spiritual that, that, that are not in the Bible. Okay? And we we use the vernacular, the language of the Bible in, in our in our in our cultural parlance all the time. All the time. Whether we are Christians or not, because you know they are true. The one that I, I usually refer to is um a scapegoat you know when, when when we use that time a scapegoat well we are talking about it, it came from the bible a scapegoat is a reference to someone who is paying the penalty for the sins of the other people in our word that's that's scapegoat you know is 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 a is a, a symbol of sacrifice on behalf of other people who are doing the same thing that us scapegoat was was accused of doing. It happens all the time. It's on the Bible, and there are many many other 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 phrases like that that I won't go into today. But I just want to say that, you know, I'm going to be using reference to the Bible because we believe it because it is true. If you're a Christian, you're going to believe that. If you're a non-Christian, you're going to know it is true in your heart, in your conscience. You are going to know it is true. I mean, the Ten Commandments or the Exodus, you know, um, the movie Exodus, where Moses led the Israelites out of Egypt. Everybody loves that movie. Everybody watched that movie. During Easter time, Christian, Muslims, and Jewish people all over the world, we watched that movie. You could have say, you know, global display of, you know, an reluctant leader, you know, who didn't want to leave, but God was patient with him. God used him to, to bring the Israelites out of Egypt into the promised land. And God is still doing the same thing today. So that's what I'm saying. Some leaders don't want to be leaders. They feel they are not equipped to be leaders. 
okay? But for one reason or the other, they become leaders. Either because of default in the department, for example, in the department, you know, who is looking for a leader in that department, you know, nobody wants to lead. And some people just vote one person in where you go and lead us in this area and it becomes a leader. And from one thing to another, leader becomes, you know, promoted from one level to another, becomes a leader. The same thing at home. Nobody has gone to school or been a father, you know, until he had, uh, had a child. Or nobody has been to school for how to be a husband until he first get married. The same thing in education all over the place. So God is the one working behind the scene and raising people up. Whether we want to do it or not, he raises us up so that we can express the beauty of his glory. So we need that kind of leadership in the world today. Okay? And there are some leaders who really campaign for it. You know, they want to be leaders. You know, they, they just see a problem in the society. They know they can fix it. They know they can do it. They, they come in there. They are not perfect, but they come in there. God uses them too. You know, they, they, they have a cause to come and solve a problem in society, and God uses them. Okay? And there are some that just, you know, from... Wanting to they just find them just leading, you know, they didn't want to leave, but they just fixing things here, fixing things here and there. And people look at them and say, What a minute, this man is making right choices, or this woman is making right choices. Then you just lead us in this area, then they become leaders. So I just want to stay in this area a little bit more uh, in this podcast and in the next couple of podcasts, talk about the story behind our leaders. They are not perfect, okay? But they have certain skills, you know, a little bit above and beyond the total population that God has seen, and God appoints them, God elects them, okay? It doesn't matter, even in, and even in elections, okay? The whole population can vote for and against a leader, but the one that God wants to be the leader is going to be the one that's going to win it. It's a mystery. God has a story behind the leader. You can't, you can't figure it out. But all you have to do, all we have to do is to pray for that leader to really be successful. Because when the leader is successful, we are going to be successful. Our children and generation after that are going to be successful. But leaders have power and authority to really cause a lot of value that goes into generations and generations and generations. And vice versa is true too. So my my desire in this podcast is to really um, help leaders to be successful in the thing that God has called them to do. Really. And we should, we all should be doing that no matter how bad things are, we must not forget that because it is God who elects, appoints. We just don't see the hand of God in there, but he is the one behind. Otherwise, it won't happen. Otherwise, it will not happen.
So it's a challenge. It is a challenge for people who, who look at our leaders today and say, wait a minute, they are not doing a good job, you know, um, there are a lot of complaints and yeah, there are legitimate complaints sometimes. But how do you change that? How do you bring about new things that you think they are not happening and think that God will approve? How do you do that? Well, it is not by casting as passion on the leaders we go put them there. If you if you are, if you are casting as passion on leaders, then you are saying something about God's choice of the leader. We don't want to tread in there. That's a sacred area, no matter how good or bad that leader is. As a matter of fact, I mean, you know the the King David in the Bible. I mean, he he was anointed to be king of Israel while you know King Saul was still king and King Saul wasn't happy about that knowing that David was very smart very young very handsome and people loved him you know he, he, he won and killed Goliath but David became you know Saul looked at David as an enemy to take his throne he was insecure and so what do you want to do? To kill David. He pursued David to kill him. And David had more than one occasion when he had the king Saul in his sight that he could have killed him if he wanted to. But the Bible recorded for that instead of David killing Saul, he went and caught when when Saul, you know, had gone to use the restroom, right? You know, um, David cuts a portion off of his, you know, uh, of his gown. And David then showed it to Saul from afar. He said, that if I wanted to kill, if I wanted to revenge, I would have done that. See, I cut this off from your robe. The point being that David said, I cannot touch a God's appointed, God's anointed person. I can't touch that person. No matter how wicked, no matter how ruthless, no matter how self-focused that person is, God put them there. The same thing, you know, at home. You know, that's why God said, honor your father and your mother. You know, and yesterday was Father's Day. So, you know, all fathers, happy Father's Day again. You know, it's a blessing to be there. But then it's a blessing. We have responsibilities. Honor your father and your mother. The president of the corporation is to be honored and respected. Yes, the president or the pastor of a church is honored and respected. The priest, the reverend, people are leading in any area. The president of the country, yes. President Trump, President Obama, President Bush, we are to honor and respect them. Once God calls people out from among the people in a way that we don't understand, once they, once they assume that, that, that role, <laughs> They are representing God. And we need to pray for them to do well. Okay? So, that is a fact of life. We must pray for our leaders to be successful. As a challenge, when we don't like the way, what they, what they, the way they are doing, what they are doing, the problem, we can't we can go there and just take them from there. It's a process for that. Okay? 
But the first thing we have to know is that we have to know that God is the one who put them there to express the beauty of his glory. That's what is at stake. The beauty of his glory in that leader and through that leader into all of us. An environment where we can express that beauty. An environment of safety and security. An environment of, of entrepreneurship. An environment of, of creativity. An environment where where you know there's a robust, vibrant, you know, living an active creativity, you know, that just continually expresses beauty unending, unendingly, eternally. God can use a Christian to do that, or can use a non-Christian to do that. Because it's about God, it's not about us. It's not about what kind of person, it's about what, whom God has already decided that is the best person at this particular time to do this and to be, to assume this role, this, this responsibility. At this particular time, this is the best man for God. God is wise, oh my. If we have time, the wisdom of God, oh my, oh my, oh my. <laughs> so you just, just love God, do what God says, obey God, pray for God's appointed leaders. Because if they are successful, we are going to be successful. Yeah, there are symptoms all over the world right now of failure of leadership in all those areas. There is. I mean, go to schools. Go to what quality of education is coming out of that school? What kind of citizens are coming out of the school? I mean, COVID and, and George Floyd as kind of in engage our total mind before COVID and George Floyd, there's a lot of atrocities been committed all over the world. You know, people taking guns in the classroom and shooting people. Oh my! So the world is in a desperate state of of new era of next generation leadership. That's my passion. That's my mission to to speak. The, the, the voice of the VIP to speak that voice into our leaders, okay, to 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 to, to make them to be alive, to speak and, and raise them up, really, to their potential of leadership in all those areas of human society. And then at the same time to also encourage those who have been led to understand what is happening here. Because this is a triangular relationship between God at the top of the triangle, the government or leaders on, on one base, and then on the other base of the triangle, those who have been led. And in order for there to be peace, profit, and prosperity in the world, both the leaders and those who have been led must know and understand God's VIP. They must know it, they must understand it, and they must want to live it. That's how peace, profit, and prosperity is going to come to the world. That's how we can up-level the value of the world from this 20% that we have right now to 80%. There's, there's, a, there's a massive opportunity for new wealth to be created all over the world. The, the Wall Street of today, the, everything we see today is nothing. It's just 
It's 20%. Everything we are craving for today is just 20%. But there's going to be a massive opportunity that's coming. But it begins, first of all, for each of us, male and female, black or white, old and younger, okay, no matter what our socioeconomic background is, for us to know, understand, and live our VIP, because that's our life. That's our true life. That's how we get fulfillment, satisfaction, that we are living and doing what God has created us to do. Absent that, absent that, it's a life of frustration, anxiety, uncertainty that will drive us to the, to the height of insanity or to the depth of despair. God does not want that. God didn't create a world life for that. So let's get back to God's program, God's plan, God's vision, God's intent, and God's purpose. Until next time, uh, this is Abraham Joseph, uh, author of the VIP Christian. Um, creator of the VIP concept and podcasting as the voice of the VIP. Please visit us at uh, www.abramjoseph.co and check out our materials, their book, uh, the audiobooks, the um, PDFs, and the you know free you know resource that you can get, and also you can get a free teacher too. Plus, we have. Um, opportunity for, for us to come and speak in your organization or to coach leaders one-on-one -on -one or to coach leaders in groups. We love to do this. That's how we uh, want to make this world a better place to live uh, so that to express the beauty of the glory of God. So thank you very much for joining me. Until next time, may you have a VIP day. Thank you.